Om Gyanat Nidhan Hasya Gyanam Janashalakaya Chakshur Nilitam Yena Tasman Shubhra Vemi Om Thaksat Kati Srimad Bhagavad Gita Sitham Shatsu Dhamma Vidyaya Yoga Shatsu Shri Krishna Yuna at the end of each chapter in Sanskrit, we have this summary of what it is. Om Tat Sat, these words indicate the absolute truth. Srimad Bhagavad Gita Upanishad. So, this Srimad Bhagavad Gita, which is an Upanishad. Upanishad. There are many Upanishads in Vedic literature. Upanishad means when the student approaches the spiritual master and there's, in all the Upanishads you'll find this, it's exchange of questions and answers between Guru and Sarva. Brahma Vidyayam, which means in the matter of spiritual knowledge, Vidyayam. Yoga Shastra, this is a scripture about yoga. Sri Krishna Arjuna Sangvade, in the conversation between Krishna and Arjuna. Daivasura Samhad Vibhaga Yoga. This is the uh, examining the uh, divine and demoniac natures. Nama, that's the name, that's the name of the chapter. Shoda Shodhyanaha, 16th chapter. So it's very nice sometimes that you chant these verses. These verses are purifying. At least traditionally in India, there was a practice that many people they used to perform pat every day, shlokpat, means reciting different shlokas. In South India especially, Vishnu Sahasranam chanting used to be very popular and still is going on. Another very popular one, the Venkateshva uh, Subhavatam, the prayers for waking up Lord Balaji of Tirupati. Actually Tirumala, uh, then many people like this, they would recite one chapter from Gita, or more chapters of the whole Gita, something like There are many other, uh, such as Gopal Sahasrana, many people they used to recite the thousand names of Lord Gopal. So in one report uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, Srimad Prabhupada recommends that devotees choose some <laughs> prayers for reciting, such as Brahma Samhita, who suggested. The prayers to Lord Srila Prabhupada is personally very fond of the prayers of Queen Kunti in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Oh. Maybe if we have those books, we can chant it tomorrow. I, I'm also very fond of those prayers. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, another form of transcendental happiness in Krishna consciousness. To increase our attachment to Krishna, reciting different Sanskrit shlokas. One thing to note, now, in this edition of Bhagavad Gita, you don't have it, but in the new edition of Srimad Bhagavatam, it's come. Diacritical marks. So you can learn how to read them. It makes a lot of difference in the pronunciation. This particular chapter we recited is uh, Lord Krishna is speaking very forthrightly. He opens the chapter by describing the glorious qualities of godly people. And then he goes on to describe what are the Inglorious qualities of the demons. So we can see actually how true this is. That uh, we see exactly the situation of demoniac people is described here. Last night I was speaking in the lecture about the 
idea that everything has come into being by chance. So this has, <coughs> this has arisen out of Darwinism and other such atheistic creeds in, in the modern age, this idea that everything is going to be by chance. But actually since time immemorial, such atheistic creeds have been prevalent in human society. Here we see Lord Krishna stating, Asatyam apatishtam te jagadahuranishwaram. The demons say that there is no absolute truth. There is no fundamental basis of anything. There is no control of the universe. So you see? Same thing Krishna is saying. And what is the situation of the demons? He is exactly described. Aneka chitavibhanda. We are simply confused with so many wrong ideas. We actually see that um, many people, most people when we preach to them, they can't understand what we're talking about. Even though Krishna consciousness, what we're speaking, the philosophy is very straightforward. But most people can't understand it at all. Because their head is filled with so many nonsense ideas. And they particular completely confused and fallen in the net of illusion, found in a network of illusions. And what is their attitude? Vishwaraham Maham Bhogi. I am the controller. I am the enjoyer. Siddhoham Balavan Sukhi. I am perfect, powerful, and happy. So in this way, Lord Krishna describes. What is the demoniac civilization? So, our Krishna conscious movement is very joyful. Dancing, chanting, feasting, flowers, music. But we have a very serious mission also. It's not frivolous. We are joyful, but not frivolous. We have a very serious mission to change this demoniac civilization. We should understand also that this modern civilization is very demoniac. Robert said that the, the general people are not bad, but the leaders are bad. The general people are not bad, <coughs> simply foolish and misled. And therefore they engage in horrible activities. This whole business of keeping slaughterhouses, very horrible. How could people be so cruel? That's just one example. There are so many horrible things in human society. These atomic weapons, how could they even dream of Manufacturing such nasty things, or chemical weapons, it's completely ghastly. This is the uh, result of the distorted consciousness of human people. So our Krishna conscious movement is meant to change the face of the world. People are feeling hopeless and distressed <coughs> in this demoniac society. Our devotees are very serious about giving up tea and coffee. But so many people are victims not only of tea and coffee, but alcohol. Now is the time of day for that. Now is the time of day when people indulge in that more. People take shelter of alcohol and fall down on the street intoxicated. So why are they taking alcohol in huge quantities and making themselves intoxicated and unconscious sometimes? Because they are miserable, because they are deeply unhappy. Therefore, they take alcohol, thinking, let me forget all my sorrows. 
In English there's a saying, to drown your sorrows in a bottle of wine. But then, when you wake up from the intoxication, all your problems are there. First you have a headache, first you feel more depressed after the alcohol, first you have no money left, so that means another problem. So you become more overwhelmed by problems, so you think, it's an endless cycle coming down. People are suffering. Not only alcoholics, everybody who's not Christian. Those of you who are doing book distribution, you're going house to house, home to home. At least my experience in the Western countries going house to house is just like they open the door, it's just like they open the door. And a big wave of anxiety comes floating out of the door. In the Western countries, often have the experience in the evenings. You knock on the door, someone answers. The TV is the TV is blaring loud and the kids are screaming and you can hear the father is yelling at them, dog is barking. <laughs> and the woman comes out, she you can see she's in the middle of cooking, she looks completely harassed. You can't help feeling sorry for those people. On the wall in their house they'll have a picture of their wedding day. And they look so hopeful. Now our life will be so wonderful. On the door they have written, Home sweet home. They're simply suffering. So we have to give them Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, without that, life is very dark. They don't even know what they're doing. They're eating meat. They don't know what terrible karma they're making for themselves. So we have to try to save them. Our Krishna consciousness is meant for preaching. It's very good, but... Uh, you know, Several of the devotees here are very much dedicated to preaching. And they're doing their best according to the circumstances they're in to preach Krishna consciousness. Please do this, go on with this. Try to save these people. Yesterday we saw devotees chanting, so blissful, so nice. Such a difference between the devotees and the non devotees. Devotees look so bright and blissful and happy. The devotees just look bewildered and dull-faced as usual. So this is very good. Go on, Sankirtan, chanting as much as possible. Let people see the happiness of Krishna consciousness. It will be attractive. Apparently people can see that the devotees who are chanting like this, they have a kind of happiness that we don't have. And everybody wants to be happy. So when they see this, they will be attractive. Prasadam, distribution, also very important. We have so many programs for bringing people to Krishna consciousness. So go on, chanting, dancing, distributing prasad, distributing books. If you do this, you will definitely be blissful. You will get Krishna's mercy by spreading Krishna's mercy to others. So let us do that more and more. Now this temple room is too small. That's good. This is the kind of problem we like. So now we're building a new building, a new temple. So we hope very soon that will be too small also. Actually, we want to make every home a temple. Why only one center in Kazan? We should have thousands of centers. Every home. Now, if nowadays if someone practices Krishna consciousness at home, other people might think it's a little unusual. We are looking forward to the day when if someone doesn't practice Krishna consciousness at home, that will be unusual. 
Nowadays, if someone sees a devotee dressed in dhoti and sari, they may ask, what is that unusual dress you're wearing? But we are hoping for the day when everybody is dressed in dhotis and saris, and tilak. And so if someone walks past in blue jeans, everyone will look at him and say, what's that unusual dress? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have a long way to go. By Krishna's grace, everything is possible. And now it's time for the Arati ceremony from Sri Sri Gornikai. All glories to the beautiful Arati ceremony of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that is conducted on the bank of the Ganga River, tracks the mind of the whole universe. Guys, Sri Sri Gornikai.